This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03, Friday afternoon, April 8th. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rob Hart. Tesla celebrates the opening of a new assembly plant in Texas with a cyber rodeo. We'll learn more about that in our next segment. But right now, the Democrats who control the Illinois legislature and the governor's mansion have reached an agreement on a budget. Let's take a closer look with Greg Hines, columnist with Crane Chicago Business. Greg, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Much as I'm still dazzled by the uh, growth in uh, employment after watching the jobless recovery of the uh, 2008 recession, uh, I still have memories of the long budget impasse in 2016 and 2017 uh, that went on for two years. That guy in Peoria didn't shave. So watching a budget agreement come together rather quickly and without a whole lot of consternation is still a remarkable achievement in this state. Well, it certainly helps when you have one party that controls everything. Uh, they can make sure that the things work the way they want. And it certainly helps when you're relatively cash flush, which we are now compared to where we weren't a few years ago. Uh, the fact is the economy is uh, perking along pretty good. Tax receipts at the state level are up uh, much higher than uh, anybody anticipated. On top of that, we still got some extra federal COVID relief money around. So we have this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and uh, the uh, Democrats uh, and the legislator uh, have taken full advantage of that. They're uh, they're busy uh, deciding what to do with that bill. One point Spending money is a lot easier than cutting. Yeah, no kidding. $1.8 billion in uh, benefits to be showered down on the uh, people of the state of Illinois, including property tax refunds and also some uh, checks to people who are eligible for the earned income tax credit. So let's talk about some of those benefits that critics are already calling electric election year gimmicks. Well, they are and they aren't. It depends on your perspective. Uh, there is no question that there's, a, there's a, all kinds of cuts there. Pretty much everybody who pays an income tax is going to get a check in the mail under this plan. Uh, we're going to suspend a uh, for a while a plan increase in the gasoline tax. Uh, we're going to we're going to suspend the sales tax on school related items uh, this fall about when people shopping to send a junior back uh, back to the classroom. Um, uh, we're going to permanently increase the uh, the, the earned income tax uh, uh, credit a little bit. For the most part, these, these are though are the one-year cuts, uh, which means that they won't go into the base. We won't have to worry about replacing that money next year. And the governor and uh, the Democrats are, are at great pains to underline that while they're returning some money to taxpayers at a time of need, please remember at election time taxpayers, but they're also stashing some money away. Uh, they're putting an extra uh, uh, $200 million into the state's underfunded pension funds. They're putting a full billion dollars into uh, – the state's rainy day front, which had been pretty much drawn down to zero. Uh, one of the uh, one of the rating agencies this morning, Fitch, put out a statement saying, yeah, we like this as a step in the right direction, and we might ac- actually have to increase our view of Illinois debt if they continue to do stuff. 
So it's a little bit of both. The question is, should they have put all the money into into, into things like paying down the pension debt and other debts, uh, or should they have returned part of it to taxpayers? That's the real question. And for uh, some of this uh, cash assistance or you know checks to anybody who pays an income tax in Illinois, when can we uh, expect uh, the check to show up in the mail or via direct deposit? Um, I don't know exactly, but I, I guarantee you, you can bet your microphone it'll be before Election Day. <laughs> All right. Greg Hines, columnist, Crane Chicago Business. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Coming up, Tesla unveils a new production plant and reveals some products in development. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Tesla held the grand opening for its new production plant in Austin, Texas. It's also talking about products that are in development. Let's welcome in John McElroy, automotive industry analyst and host of Autoline.tv based in Detroit. John, thanks for joining us and reading the description of the Cyber Rodeo, as they're calling it, at the brand new Tesla production facility in Austin. Uh, I cannot help but think of the song from the movie and play Chicago, given the old razzle-dazzle and no Nobody's better at giving them the old razzle-dazzle than Elon Musk. Well, you've got that right. He is amazing when it comes to getting people all excited, screaming, cheering, even crying. Uh, We saw all that last night when they opened up that new assembly plant in Austin, Texas. There was about 4,000 people there by invitation only. And it looks, by all accounts, because there's YouTube videos of it, like it was a whale of an event. And uh, some of these statistics uh, that were rattled off uh, that Musk said uh, during the unveiling yesterday, uh, saying that if you put the building on its side, this plant uh, is larger than the taller than the Burj Khalifa, which is the tallest building in the world in Dubai. And uh, he may have been joking about this particular stat, but he said 194 billion hamsters could fit in this uh, auto plant in uh, Austin, Texas, which uh, is probably not uh, uh, the unit of measurement that uh, Henry Ford used 100 years ago. (laughs) That's right. Well, look, I mean, the guy knows how to connect with an audience. He knows how to get his message out. I mean, what uh, what other executive at a car company in the world would talk about how many gerbils he could stuff into an assembly plant? I mean, it's amazing, and that's why he gets the kind of media coverage that he does. And when it comes to uh, the electric vehicle space, uh, the the rest of the industry, the Detroit Three, other startups, uh, all making investments in EVs in a big way, but they're all trying to catch up with Tesla and Elon Musk. That's exactly right. And I mean, they're, they're really straining to try to catch up, but Tesla is a moving target. One of the things that Elon Musk promised last night is that next year they're going to inter- introduce three new products. They're finally going to come out with a cyber truck, their their pickup. They're also going to come out with an electric semi-truck and with a roadster, a sports car. So, you know, Tesla has been sort of coasting the last few years without introducing new products simply because it can sell every one that it can make of what it's got. So throwing three more products out there, bringing two more assembly plants up to speed in Austin and in Berlin, Germany, The rest of the industry is going to have to sprint as hard as it can just to try to catch up. It's interesting you talk about the Cybertruck going into production next year, especially since uh, Ford uh, basically had to stop taking orders for the uh, electric F-150 because it proved to be too popular. Now, is this going to go to market as the Cybertruck or is this a code name? No, no, no. It will go to market as a Cybertruck. And, you know, Ford cut off orders for its electric pickup when they went over 200,000. 
because they knew it's going to take them years to fulfill that. Well, Tesla's got 1.5 million orders for that truck or reservations. So we'll see how many of those actually turn into buyers. But it's almost uh, a foregone conclusion the Cybertruck's going to be a smash hit as long as they can get it up to line speed and build enough of these things. They're they're going to sell every one they can make. Well, thanks for joining us this afternoon. John McElroy, automotive industry analyst and host of Autoline.tv based in Detroit. Coming up next, history being made today in private space travel. Information to make cash and save cash. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Private company SpaceX has launched three wealthy businessmen and an accompanying astronaut to the International Space Station, where they will stay for more than a week. Let's discuss the mission with Peter King, CBS News Radio space correspondent based in Orlando, Florida. You watched the launch this morning. Uh, You've seen a bunch of them. How does this one stack up to uh, other space launches? Well, here at the Kennedy Space Center, it was just absolutely perfect. I mean, the day was fine. Uh, skies were clear, and we could uh, watch that bright yellow-orange flame for uh, quite a long, long time after liftoff. I imagine uh, a lot of people here in the southeast enjoyed the view. Uh, looking at the uh, Kennedy Space Center website, and especially their schedule of upcoming launches and activities, uh, thanks to Elon Musk and thanks to SpaceX, the uh, schedule at uh, the Kennedy Space Center is uh, resembling uh, Union Station in Chicago during rush hour. Uh, there's a lot of launch activity at the KSC these days. There really is, and I don't, I, I, I can't remember it ever being this busy, even in the shuttle days. I mean, with SpaceX, remember their big mission right now, besides uh, things like this for the space station and for their space tourist paying crews, uh, they've been launching thousands of satellites for their internet business, and it seems like we get a new launch every week or every week and a half or a couple of weeks or so. There's always something going on here. Now, Axiom Space is one of uh, several companies uh, that will put private citizens into orbit, but unlike Blue Origin and Virgin Galactic, uh, this one will take you up to the uh, International Space Station for a week. What is the relationship, though, between the paying customers and the astronauts and cosmonauts who are on the ISS? Well, you know what? NASA opened up the space station to these commercial ventures a few years ago after resisting this for a very, very long time. Now, the astronauts and cosmonauts aboard uh, the space station, they understand that this is the price of doing business. And quite frankly, they've been very hospitable to some of the people who've come up there in earlier flights with the Russians. Now, this is a little bit different because this is the first completely commercially funded, privately funded space flight there. And uh, the one thing that helps is that the mission commander is Michael Lopez Alegria, uh, known as Mike L.A. for short. And he's a four-time NASA astronaut and a former space station commander. So, you know, that that adds a little bit more in the way of credibility and gravitas to it, the whole thing. And uh, meantime, at the Kennedy Space Center, you have uh, today's launch, uh, a crew rotation launch uh, in about a week and a half. And then uh, on the other pad, you have the Artemis stack. And that's the first step on going back to the moon. Well, and uh, I'm looking at uh, the space launch system that is that huge moon rocket about three and a half miles from uh, the tip of my nose right now. It's an awesome sight to see out there. Uh, NASA plans to start 
retesting uh, the uh, They've been doing a terminal countdown test, that is, a practice dress rehearsal for a real countdown to see how everything would work in real time. They've tried it a couple of times in the past week and a half or so and unable to, really unable to pull it off because uh, of technical problems. But, you know, again, the road to the moon is not a quick one. And the first one of these to happen way back in 1967 for the Apollo Saturn V, well, that took about 17 days before they finally got that practice test the way they wanted it. So things take time. Well, thanks for joining us. Peter King, CBS News Radio space correspondent based in Orlando. Still ahead in Entrepreneur Friday, shifting from a career in law to the world of waffle. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Chicago's all-news station. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson talks about her history making appointment, a special report coming up from CBS News. Entrepreneur Friday, we meet the founder of a Chicago based company who left a career in law to enter the frozen food aisle. And shares of the investing site Robinhood Plunge will get a market expert's take on what's happening. WBBM BBM Business. The markets are mixed. The Dow is up 267 points. The Nasdaq is down 104. And the S&P 500 is up 7. AccuWeather says cloudy, brisk, and unseasonably cold. Couple of rain and snow showers. A high today of 30, uh, 41. We have 38 degrees right now with light snow at 1231. CBS News Special Report. Just moments ago, a celebration on the South Lawn of the White House. President Biden and Vice President Harris joined Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson a day after her historic confirmation to the Supreme Court. Three Republicans voted for her. Senator Collins is a woman of integrity. Senator Murkowski the same way in Alaska, up for re-election. And Mitt Romney, whose dad stood up like he did. His dad stood up and made these decisions on civil rights. Judge Jackson stood beside the president as he praised her. Thank you so much, Mr. President. 
It is the greatest honor of my life to be here with you at this moment. With two black justices and four women now, the court becomes the most diverse in its 233-year history. CBS News Special Report. I'm Stacey Lynn. Hey, it's 1232 on the Noon Business Hour. Markets are mixed. We're joined by Vahan Jenjigian, Chief Investment Officer at Greenwich Wealth Management, based in Greenwich, Connecticut. Vahan, thanks for joining us today. Uh, the market's going in two different directions. The NASDAQ is down. The Dow is up 260 points. What's driving that rally? In the Dow? Well, um, I think we're seeing a shift toward more value-oriented stocks. Uh, the NASDAQ, of course, is full of uh, growth-oriented uh, stocks, and today we're seeing a big rise in interest rates again. Uh, we have the uh, 10-year really taking a big jump up to well over 2.7%. And uh, generally speaking, higher interest rates are much worse for those growth stocks. So I think this is simply a rotation going from um, growth to value. Uh, this whole week, I've been asking people about perspective, and that is uh, c- consumers are experiencing uh, the highest inflation in 40 years since the early 1980s. And for many people who were born after 1982, this is uh, the highest inflation they've probably ever experienced in their lives. At the same time, investors have been dealing with a almost zero interest rate environment uh, since the end of 2008 for almost 14 years now. Uh, Does this mean investors are getting used to the idea of higher interest rates after having practically free money for so long? Yeah, you know, I I actually think um, this is a a serious problem. So, So the Fed, as you said, drove interest rates down to to basically zero, um, the price of money became uh, very cheap, and uh, everybody got used to these low interest rates. Uh, of course, everybody benefited in terms of you know mortgages and things like that. The people who were really hurt uh, tended to be uh, older people who have more conservative portfolios. Uh, maybe they keep their money in the bank, or they invest in bonds, and those things had um, you know terrible returns. So now we're going back to, you know, times that are really a bit more normal. And the Fed is reacting um, to this inflation. We're we're having uh, an excessive amount of inflation. But one thing I would uh, caution the Fed about is that the inflation we are seeing today is really not uh, your typical kind of inflation. And the Fed's actions of raising interest rates, I'm not sure, can actually address this inflation. The inflation we're seeing today is primarily caused um, by the supply side. We have supply chain constraints that were caused by the pandemic lockdowns. And even today, we have lockdowns in China. So the supply chains have been disrupted. And then we also had massive amounts of uh, stimulus from the federal government, which is now coming to an end. So I see no need uh, for the Fed to be uh, too aggressive. They definitely need to get us back to normal by raising interest rates and reducing the size of their balance sheet. But if they are too aggressive, if they go a little bit overboard, we could, uh, you know, they could force us into a recession. And we're talking about this uh, aggressive interest rate hike scheme that's in which the federal funds rate is only half of what it was in 1997. Yeah, the Fed funds rate is still very low. It should be higher, and and the Fed should be taking it higher, just as they said they're going to do that. Uh, They just need to be careful not to go too fast or too high. Um, You know, since the Fed's uh, minutes came out just a couple of days ago from the March meeting, we have seen the yield curve steepen, which is certainly good. Uh, Longer-term interest rates are now starting to move up a little bit. 
Um, so that's a good sign that actually reduces the probability of a recession. So, uh, you know, I'm confident that the uh, at least I hope that the Fed will do this in a uh, measured way and uh, and be very careful and not force the economy into a recession. And, and in, for all the breathless coverage about higher prices at the gas pump, at the grocery store, and they're all real problems and it's it's something everybody experiences, what goes up eventually comes down. I mean, looking at the price of oil right now, $96.74 a barrel, and just a couple of weeks ago it was 115 120 yeah, that's right. Well, you know, oil, of course, is uh, is acting or reacting to uh, Russia's war on Ukraine, uh, the boycotts on Russia. Uh, we still don't have a firm commitment from OPEC uh, to produce more oil. Um, the U.S., of course, is also trying to produce more oil. I'm not really too concerned about oil shortages, so I do believe that oil prices will eventually come down. Russia, of course, will probably sell its oil to countries that are willing to buy it, but they're going to have to steeply discounted, and that, that also will force the price of oil down. I'm really more concerned about food prices. Um, this war in Ukraine has really dis- disrupted global uh, food supplies. Both Ukraine and Russia are major producers of, of wheat and other grains. Uh, these are grains that uh, a lot of people in the third world rely on. Um, it shouldn't affect us too much here in the United States, but it could cause a uh, higher prices for us, and, and that contributes to inflation. Thanks for joining us, Vahan Jenjigian, Chief Investment Officer at Greenwich Wealth Management Grace, based in Greenwich, Connecticut. Coming up next on Entrepreneur Friday, trading a legal career for a life in healthy food. Money conversation that pays a big dividend. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Entrepreneur Friday, and this afternoon we're spotlighting a businesswoman who made a drastic career switch. We welcome in Emily Groden, who is the CEO and founder of Evergreen, based in Chicago. The website is eatevergreen.com. And Emily, thanks for joining us today on the Noon Business Hour and on this Entrepreneur Friday. And uh, it sounds like you had this job as a uh, as a lawyer. You're working at a big firm. You're in big law, as they call it. And uh, then you watch Netflix and your life changes. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I uh, started my career as a corporate lawyer doing mergers and acquisitions and realized pretty quickly it wasn't what made me tick. And what did make me tick was food. And then one fateful night, I turned on Netflix, went to Chef's Table and saw the episode about Alinea and was so inspired. I opened my computer, cold emailed the founder and asked if he needed a lawyer. And uh, what happened from there? And how did you make the uh, the, the transition from torts to tarts, as it were? <laughs> well, uh, much to my surprise, turns out he did need a lawyer. And so I left big law. I moved in-house. Uh, and it really was the blending of law and food, my two loves. Um, but one night I was driving home from work and I was listening to a podcast about food, which, again, was my love. And they were talking about the frozen breakfast market and how big it was and how it, how it was still so dominated by that brand that rhymes with Legos. Um, I was expecting my first daughter at the time, knew I was going to need to feed her something quick and easy like a frozen waffle, but didn't really want to give her that brand every day. And so did a little research, realized most of the brands on the market still had preservatives and refined sugars and artificial ingredients. And so I was inspired to make my own better version. And you said you're passionate about food. I mean, obviously, you consume uh, uh, streaming shows and podcasts about cooking and food. Uh, But were you yourself a passable cook uh, before you went into this professionally? Yeah. 
Yes, I spent when I wasn't working and you weren't finding me behind my computer, I was always in the kitchen. You know, I would make breads from scratch. I would make nut milks from scratch. I would even cure my own salmon. Um, so it really was my passion. And, you know, what what is what what is your difference here? What makes uh, what makes uh, uh, Evergreen different compared to, you know, let's say Brand X, the one that rhymes with Lego? <laughs> so a number of things. First and foremost, we have a super clean ingredient list. Um, all of our waffles have under 12 ingredients. A lot of waffles on the market you'll find have 20, 30 plus ingredients. Um, we have absolutely no preservatives, no refined sugar. Our waffles are flavored with real fruits, vegetables, nuts, and spices. Um, and also our flavor combinations are really fun and creative. So on the market, you'll find a lot of originals and multi-grains and chocolate chips and blueberries. But we are thinking outside the box and we have um, zucchini and carrot and peanut butter and banana, for example. And then uh, you're, uh, it's available at Whole Foods, Foxtrot, and at select Mariano's locations in Chicago. Uh, how did uh, you get your product into some fairly big stores? Um, well, as I like to say, my favorite quote is, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Thank you, Wayne Gretzky. And, and Michael um, Scott. I, and Michael Scott, exactly. Uh, I um, had just started making our waffles out of a shared commercial kitchen, and I learned that you could apply to Whole Foods to be a local vendor. And some people told me, you know, you might want to make a few more waffles before you take that leap. But I figured, what's the worst that could happen? And so I submitted my application, and lo and behold, they accepted us. Emily Groden, the CEO and founder of Evergreen, based in Chicago, this journey that began. Uh, you left Big Law, inspired by a Netflix show, to uh, go into a food business of your own. Now, you realize this sounds like the plot to a Netflix movie. All you have to, <laughs> all you have to do now is like go back to your hometown at Christmas time, and uh, that, that satisfies every Netflix movie plot point. Maybe someday we'll be watching it. Well, thanks for joining us, Emily. Emily thanks so much for having me. Emily Groden, the founder of Evergreen in Chicago. The best daily deal in Chicago, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Shares of Robinhood have fallen sharply today. Let's find out what's impacting faith in the investment site. We're joined by Gary Kultbaum, the president of Kultbaum Capital Management and a Fox News business contributor based in Orlando. Gary, thanks for joining us today. Uh, a consistent theme that you have had throughout your appearances on the Noon Business Hour, especially this year, is that uh, there's been too much free money from the Federal Reserve. And it sounds like for a lot of the people who are uh, playing around with meme stocks and through websites, like Robinhood, uh, the interest rate hike and the tapering uh, uh, policies are the equivalent of uh, Jay Powell walking into the bar at two o'clock in the morning, turning on the lights and saying, party's over. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. Uh, look, all that easy money creates one word, greed. It creates another word, leverage. And what ended up happening, a lot of things that came public through either SPACs or IPOs came out at valuations uh, above and beyond the beyond. And uh, the repercussions are now, as all the bubbles have uh, basically popped, uh, the free money is being taken away because the creation of inflation because of that free money. The Fed's now boxed in. They're forced to uh, tighten up. And all these stocks that uh, really made out well coming public are uh, burying the investor, unfortunately, uh, and hopefully um, investors trade it out. But I have the sneaking suspicion a lot of them got married to a lot of these meme stocks, and uh, it's unfortunate. 
And does this mean you know a lot of people who got into the meme stock space because of you know they they had plenty of time last year and some uh, stimulus money to play with, uh, they're going to be left holding the bag, or is this a case of uh, some people who uh, had the resources to play around and are just learning what happens when uh, the casino calls everything in? Uh, I think it's a combination of all. Uh, you know, greed uh, and has no bias, and when you're buying something at any price. Uh, hoping that it just keeps going higher uh, without worry about valuation or cause, uh, you can end up being in trouble. So, uh, you know, greed is a very, very tough emotion, but uh, fear is even worse. And, and, and you're seeing the downside. And things like Robinhood, when it came public, it was $38 deal. I think it would close the first day or second day at 75 I, I went out and said, this thing's not worth 20 And I got so much hate mail, I couldn't begin to tell you. And it was my my thought process was just valuation that uh, you can't pay twenty dollars for a five dollar bill. You saw it with this Rivian, the car company that after a couple of days had the uh, market valuation of GM and Ford combined, even though they had two hundred and sixty billion of revenues and Rivian delivered forty two cars to employees. So uh, this is the downside of it. I, I suspect there'll be more in Robinhood. Insiders are selling stock left and right, so they know. And uh, we just tell people to be very careful and always protect capital at all costs, no matter what. Well, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Gary Kulpbaum, the president of Kulpbaum Capital Management and a Fox News business contributor based in Orlando, Florida. You can find him online at GaryK.com. If you missed any part of today's show, you can go to our stream and just skip back to the time you want. There's a pause and rewind function that works both online and with the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.